up, cool save chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Alright, ladies. So I got a secret. What's your secret, girl? You know what's crazy? It's like I am a Beyonce stan. I can mm-hmm. say that very confidently. I'm a part of the beehive. All of those things, but Bzz. I same here. Oh my god. But I have to be hundred percent honest. Like I have not seen Black is King yet. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird. Like I have had no desire to see it. I feel like there's been so much stuff on social media about like, oh, there's a bunch of demonic references. And then there's other people like, oh, don't uh what is it? Demonize everything that's African. And I just feel like as Christians, it's almost like this fine line where it's like, are you allowed to enjoy art and culture while still being Christian? Or is there like a box that you have to keep yourself in to ensure that you're not what a lot of people are saying right now, like polluting your spirit or whatever. So I just felt like we should talk about it because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's definitely something that's going around in the the Christian women's sphere. And mm-hmm. I just want those thoughts on it. And Ayana, you don't want to say it. Mm-hmm, so go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So um, uh, we had a, a nice little discussion before we started recording. And um, I will say for me, I watched it. I've probably watched it 10 times by now. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, but it's also because I love the music. Like, the music for Black is King actually came out last year. That's what a lot of people don't realize or forget that it came out as a part of the Lion, Lion King, King. Sound- yeah. soundtrack. I did know that because we used one of the songs for production yes. for the women's conference. Exactly. So I knew all the music already because it was on repeat. And then um, this is for the listeners that don't know. I'm actually from Trinidad. And then my husband, his family is from Ghana, and it had some Ghanaian artists on the um, the soundtrack. So it was like exciting to see and feel our culture and all of that. And, um, you know, when the reviews came out for Black is King, a lot of people, especially Christians, did feel like, one, the title, Jesus is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Oh, my and I'm, <laughs> and I was like, she's not saying that Jesus isn't the King of King and Lord of Lords. I, like, what's wrong with saying Black is King? Like, Black is King. If you Black, I, I feel like I'm Black. I'm royalty. According to God, I'm royalty. I'm his daughter. So Black is King. That That's how I look at it. And, um, and also, Ayana, you think Jesus is black, so I was gonna go to that, like, I sure do. I mean, let's just be honest, like, I ain't even gonna get into all of that, but I mean, where he, where he come from, y'all? Let's do come on, but anyway, all right, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then, like, I just to be honest, I was slightly offended by some of the comments because of my culture. Um, you know, we've talked about this before. I think we talked about it. I am not my hair. We've had conversations because we we also have an episode that we want to record called Colorism. And I felt like, um, you know, ever since I was a child, 
I'm, you know, I would say, oh, I'm from Trinidad and da 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 da. Um, and people would, you know, one, they think Trinidad is a third world country. How did you get on here or get over here by boat? I was like, no, it's actually a plane, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, then, you know, when they hear the music, what kind of music is that? What y'all talking about? I don't understand why your dad sound like that. Cause my parents have a very strong accent. Um, and at the time when I was a child, it was stronger. Um, then when it came to different things concerning our culture, it was like, what's that? That look weird. Why y'all do that? Why y'all eat that? Such and such. And the same with Sylvester, with him being Ghanaian and his family being Ghanaian. So when I saw some of the comments, I was like, okay, like uh, we were saying, why is everything that is of African descent, Caribbean descent, West Indian descent, whatever, why is it always demonized? Um, you know, if you... Lauren and I watched the film. Denise and Charday hasn't yet, but like in part of the film, um, and it's actually like one of my favorite songs on it. It's Beyonce and a Ghanaian artist called Shada, um, and she has on a it's like a hat crown type thing with two horns, and then it has a circle in the middle. And people were like, y'all see that? Y'all see the, that that those horns? That's that's demonic, blah, blah, blah. And why they got all that animal print and that cow print on and all of that. And actually the reference to that, that is a tribe in Africa. That's um, the, 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 it's actually a crown of royalty. So it's like, why does everything, like when it comes to horns and animal print, I'm like, people got animal print on their, in their house laying on the floor. You can go to Ikea and get them rugs that she got that she that she has on the wall in the video so it was like I just I felt some type of way because it was like okay why does everything why does culture like we don't question and I will go there we don't question white culture we don't question um Catholicism we don't question um anything like Greek gods and all that type of stuff. They got 50 million Greek God films. First of all, they made a, a, a film called Gods of Egypt, which it was a whole bunch of white people. Yeah, that was not <laughs> accurate at all. And it was like, what? You know, and, you know, the film did flop, but we didn't like go in and question that. But we see a film or, well, actually it was like a musical, truthfully, um of all black people and we and like of course white people I've seen some white people say oh that's racist and then black people themselves not really seeing like hey she's showing us something different she's showing us that we are royalty she's showing us and then like let's just be let's simplify it it is the human adaptation of the lion king like, I feel like we, we some people are going way too deep into it because when you look at it, like, you know, it got one part where it's a man, he looks evil, his eyes are red and he's opening his mouth. That's Scar. Scar was evil in The Lion King. Um, then you see uh, Simba's dad, Mufasa, die. You know, like, like literally, it's just the human adaptation of it. So, I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like it was a lot. <laughs> but no gotcha. reason. Lauren, I know you saw it too. What were your thoughts? Um, so mine differ a little bit with Ayana. <clears throat> I will say when I saw the scene where Beyonce was riding 
the horse. And I love cow print too. Like y'all, I mean, y'all done been in my crib. I actually got cow print in my house. You know, I'm I'm a lover of Chick-fil-A. I love me some cow. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean the cow print didn't bother me, but I will say the headpiece was just a little bit disturbing. I am not a fan of it, don't matter what it is. Like anytime I see where like the carcasses and they have the horns on it. To me, I do not like that in any anything. Like, even if I go to Longhorn and I see the, you know, the, the head, the carcass with the horn, like it just, I don't, I don't like that stuff. So when I saw Beyonce wearing the headpiece, I will say there was a beauty behind it. There was it. The scene was beautiful, and I would say the whole movie was, you know, artistically. If you look at the visual, I give credit where credit is due. I mm-hmm. I see a lot of hard work. I saw a lot of research. I saw a lot of beauty. But, you know, and I was sharing, you know, with Day about this. I believe that the enemy is crafty. Um, and I believe that he he does try to use those elements for his advantage. And so when I saw that scene, that's really the scene that really stood out to me. That was like, mm, I don't like that, you know, because to me, it was just it did have sort of like and I'm gonna use the word it has sort of like a demonic presence to me and that's just my opinion I'm not gonna say that the movie was trash or the visual was trash because I don't I didn't I don't believe that I believe that like I said earlier I believe that the movie was it did have a beauty to it absolutely um just some in even in some of the ways that she just articulated scenes or um, I do believe the story was a little bit all over the place, though, because but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But like, I didn't understand. <laughs> I just didn't understand how we started off with Moses and the baby flowing in the river. I, you know, I and I, I, you know, never mind. But um, I do. Believe- <laughs> I did see that part. <laughs> yeah. Huh, you say you did see that part? Yeah, because I, watched, I just like, the didn't first get scene. that part. I was like, OK, well, what Moses got to do? And I was trying, believe me, Ayana, I was trying to correlate it with Lion King. But I was like, last time I checked, I, I started think- on Planet Rock or whatever the rock was. That part didn't Plan- that- Planet? <laughs> no, not Planet. <laughs> that, um, that part really didn't have to do with the Lion King. I just took that as, because it's like a human adaptation of the Lion King. But also it is um, the story of a young man from childhood to adulthood so I feel like that represented certain things um you know that maybe some of us may not even know because just being honest some of Beyonce Beyonce and Solange are a little deep like I feel like Solange even deeper than Beyonce because even when I've looked at um Solange's stuff like you know everybody be like oh my god it was so beautiful it was amazing and I be sitting <laughs> there like she does I be, the head pieces Solange be coming through with definitely you know like yeah. and I, all I be I be sitting there like I don't get it you know so you know I got you I understand yeah, yeah. That, I mean there were some elements of the visual that I was just like it's not it's not correlating to me. But if I'm mm-hmm. looking at it, if I put it on mute and I was just looking <laughs> looking at the beauty of it, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes, um, and this is not just with Beyonce, it's with a lot of artists. Um, there is a lot of like these subtle, just demonic references to me. And that sometimes is troublesome. Um, and when I think about, honestly, I think about my childhood sometimes. Cause I'd be like, I was the girl that was raised where I didn't have, I wasn't able to listen to anything secular. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really trying to catch up. Like, <laughs> y'all be hitting, talk, like, a song come on the radio or we out and about and the song come on. Or and y'all a movie. Just get the, yeah, y'all get, or a movie. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to catch up on the movies too. But my parents definitely, like, sheltered me when it came to, like, content and stuff like that. And to, like, now that I get older, I can kind of understand it because I just... I question, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I would want to expose my child to that type of understanding because A, this goes back to what Ayana was saying, I personally don't have a solid knowledge about it. So it's like, I can tell my child how I'm feeling, you know, but I I am very much so, and y'all know I'm very much so the girl that's like, okay, but what's the facts? Like, yes, we're going to deal with how we feel, but I need to know the knowledge behind it also. And can, can I say something real quick? And that's one ahead. thing I do. That's one thing I definitely appreciate about you, Lauren. Um, and I feel like with everyone else who's watching the film, especially Christians, like instead of looking at it as a, oh, this, this looks demonic, get an understanding of, you know, the certain headpieces or the certain things or, or even the girls who had the clay type braids those are from different tribes in Africa that represent different things. So I, I appreciate that you're like, okay, well, what's the backstory behind this? So, yeah. yeah. Right. And I just, I mean, if I was to sum all of that up, I think really that's what it is for me. It's like, not not with just Beyonce, but any artist mm-hmm. of that matter. It's just like, if I see something um, and it makes me uncomfortable. A, I want to do research about it. And I will say with that particular scene, I have done research about it. Like with, when I started to feel a little uncomfortable about the horns and the that particular scene and she's riding on the calf and they have the cow print behind, there is a, a Greek god by the name of Pan that he very much so kind of resembles that look that uh Beyonce wore but that's a whole nother thing and I would encourage people to look that up too I don't think I think a lot of people get a little weary to do research on um some of these satanic um gods but I'm like the bible says that you perish because of the lack of knowledge and so my yeah. thing is it takes sometimes you you don't have to invest in it you ain't got to worship it but at least you have a knowledge behind it so that you're not just getting your information from me or from whoever you mm-hmm. decide to have a conversation with. It's a thing of actually picking it up and understanding it yourself so that when things like that does come, you know, mm-hmm. visually in front of your face, you can call it for what it is and you can move forward. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. that's, I think for me, that was sort of like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, go ahead, Sharda. You can go ahead. I was going to say, um, I didn't watch it and it was weird because it wasn't from a perspective of, oh, everybody said this, so I don't want to watch it. It was basically, I had food poisoning and then some other stuff. <laughs> I was busy, okay? Yeah. Um, and then when I had the time, I just didn't have a desire to watch it. Mm-hmm. I do think that just in terms of like music and culture, especially because my background is in the music industry and radio and all of those things, um, artists do make a lot of references I do realize kind of, I think something that Ayana may have touched on is some artists don't even write their own songs. They're singing stuff that's written by other people. And I think even when you think about like, I think Beyonce did a song with Megan and and in the song, she was like on demon time, like all of this Mm -hmm. stuff, the black parade talking about charging crystals. But, oh, check this though. 
and demon demon time isn't demon. actual like a demon right, right. it's about it's about a certain time of day it's about like strippers and the time no, but that it's they also uh, um like because she said demon time and what's the other one um that everybody on right now only fans only fans it's, yeah, it's that's like that is. it's like only fans so much right like, yeah right and so i i and so i Right. So I say all it's basically nighttime. It's nighttime when people come out to do things that's, you know, mm-hmm. not as, you know, clean or whatever. Because I'm a savage. Right. <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but the point that I'm making is that, yes, there, there are secular things. There are secular artists. And at the end of the day, if you're choosing to listen to it, that's your prerogative. Mm-hmm. If you're built up in your spirit in a way that it's not moving and shaking you to your core to take a, a turn down a dark path, then that's on you. But I feel like to demonize kind of what you said to Lauren, one thing but not demonize everything else is very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I understand appreciating art and I understand appreciating culture. It's just like, I'm not Catholic, but if I went to, you know, went overseas and looked at a cathedral and all of this stuff, I would be admiring the artwork exactly. and the ceilings and the walls. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I'm worshiping um, that religion or that I am converting myself into whatever it is. It means that, oh, wow, I can appreciate this culture and this artwork for what it is. It doesn't, and it doesn't mean that I don't understand that in the word, it talks about how God gave, you know, the children of Israel over um, because they were worshiping gods and moons and stars and all of those things. So it's like, I have a, I have a solid understanding that in the word it's, it's contrary to the word. But I'm not practicing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think to each his own. The word mm-hmm. of God also talks about um, just in terms of having an understanding of where you are in your maturity and your relationship with God. And if you're not in a space where you can listen to, we can take Beyonce off the table, or you can't listen to Drake, or mm-hmm. you can't listen to Rick Ross, or mm-hmm. you can't listen to something like that. It goes back to like, when you first get saved, and we had an episode called The Purge, mm-hmm. you know, where we talked about when some people, when they first get saved, they throw away every single CD and DVD mm-hmm. that is not gospel, because that's what you need at that time. And for some people, I completely understand that. I completely understand, like you said, Lauren, when you were young, if it's like, you know what? I'm not going to, you know, feel my eye gates or my ear gates. And those things are definitely very important with anything that is contrary to what the word of God preaches. But, you know, I also think that at a, at a certain period in time, we can't demonize everything. Do yeah. I think there are demonic references in some of our music? Yes. Especially, sure. especially stuff in the past. Like, <laughs> let's be real. Even Jay-Z. Jay-Z is my favorite rapper of all time. Same. But Same. some stuff Jay-Z has said, I'm like, bro, you tripping. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to be honest about that. Um, This is one thing I was going to say, guys. I think that, and this is not just Beyonce, because this is not a Beyonce podcast episode. We're talking <laughs> about, like, everything in the industry and whatnot, whatever. Or or even just hanging your hopes and your religion on anybody oh, it, else. Exactly. And besides what, Jesus. And I, I think the challenge with some Christians when they see certain things, like let's say Black is King or different uh, movies or whatever, and they, they feel some type of way, I think it's an issue because it challenges everything that they know. 
Mm, and then good. and then when they see other Christians, like I'm pretty sure that people saw my status or my my stories or whatever. I was like, oh, she tripping. She's such and such, such and such. And it's like, but wait a minute. If she's OK with it and her life is, you know, she like I have I, I'm free. I have I have a sense of freedom. I, you know, I think it challenges grace, just being honest. Because it's like some Christians is like I do this. I only listen to this type of music. Da, 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 da. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it challenges grace. No, no, because... no. Hold on. Let me finish. I'm. I'm, Go ahead. I'm saying when it comes to. I'm saying when it comes to some Christians who go by the book with things, that's what I'm talking about. Challenging grace. So yeah, but they, the book is out of context. Context from which they were fed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like. How can you listen to Beyonce such and such, such and such, such and such, and you're prospering in your life or you or I see certain things happening to you and I'm doing this, this, this. I'm checking everything off. And it's like, no, that's not how we're supposed to do it. We're supposed to do it this way. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I feel like some people have issues with that because it's like it's challenging everything that they know. Like, let's say the traditional church or especially the, the traditional black church. We've all grown up somehow in the traditional black church where it was like, oh, you have to do this. You have to dress this way. You have to do, you know, all those different types of things. You can't listen to this type of music, blah, blah, blah. But now with when I'm saying challenging grace, our understanding of grace and it's like, OK, God loves me no matter what. Like he loves me yeah. no matter no matter what. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely true for sure. So I get what you're saying about mm-hmm. challenging grace. I think the other thing too that has to be added is the entire reason that Jesus Christ came in the first place was so that everybody has a one-on-one relationship. Exactly. With God. And I think you have to 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 realize what God is saying is good for you mm-hmm. what is what is right for you for this season. I'm sure that there's a a, a reason probably spiritually why I have no desire to watch it. Yeah. No desire. Yeah. And and it's weird because anytime anything Beyonce has ever came out, it's been like, I'm on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Popcorn ready. It's, you know, (laughs) it's in the calendar. We is sitting here. We is ready. (laughs) Listen, I got the DVD Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I think I might've stole it from, from jazz, but about her, from her live concert a couple Mm -hmm. years back, you know what I mean? So that's just me. But I also know that, from a from a spiritual standpoint, I've been in a super sensitive space in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, I don't have a desire to watch it. And yeah. I think that us as Christians, it's the same thing when we talk about like if God gives you a word, it's a word for you. Exactly. You can't impose your word on everybody else. Mm-hmm. So just because God is like, oh, you know, Ayana, take a, a social media fast for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you come at Denisa and be like, Denisa, the Lord said, take, a, social take media. a social media fast for the next two weeks. Felice, Felicia, Denisa <laughs> has a business. Mm-hmm. And so Denisa's like, I need to be posting my books. But now she's taking a two week fast because you told her to take a two week exactly. fast. Yeah. And not the Lord. And I think that when it comes to music and just all of these things that randomly come out and everybody's like, no, this is the word of the Lord. And da, 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 da. I appreciate people sharing, but you have to know the Lord for yourself and make mm-hmm. a decision and a determination for yourself. And if it's not good for you, then it's not good for you. It may be that somebody else needs to see it so that they can within the world be able to infiltrate a sphere Both. um battle against a power or Both. a principality mm-hmm. that they are called to battle and in yeah. order to do that they gotta watch it okay yeah. so 
you can't you can't tell everybody what to do based on the word that God is giving you unless he specifically tells you to give that word to somebody else. OK, so, so this is where we're going with it. I love that you just went there. So one, um, we had a conversation offline before we hit record and I literally was like, OK, that was me. Um, I was the person that started watching. Then I was like, oh, heck now nah. I was already irritated a little bit by the title. So when Ayana was like, you know, Black is King, yeah, that was that was me because I was like, we really going there. However, um, one thing before I say this, Ayana said that I really think it's so important that everybody, if you're listening, should hear. If you're listening with the intent to find something evil, 10 times out of 10, you're going to find something evil mm-hmm. versus if you're li- listening with the heart and ears to receive um, just understanding, whether it be culture wise, whether it be, you know, just to mm-hmm. be exposed to something that you did not know, which for us as black Americans is more than likely going to be everything because we truly don't know our culture. We just know from what we were raised and maybe an ancestry test would do whatever, whatever, but we do not have the origin in the ground to which we came. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sade just had a really good point because as I was listening, I really feel like, you know, whenever, you know, everybody's saying protect your spirit, whatever the case may be, sometimes I get a little, little even irritated with that because I feel like people are, and I'm not going to, I don't want to sound insensitive. I feel like sometimes it's an excuse because ain't no demon in hell that's going to come for me and me be, you know what I mean? It takes it out. It's just not you happening. It's just not happening. So <laughs> that's my but, thing. <laughs> Like, to Sade's point. <laughs> oh my gosh. To Sade's yes. point. Um, you know, some people do need to be hip and some people do need to have that ear because they are called to combat those fears. They're called in those spaces where in the studio those songs are being written to, you know, come against it. There are certain people that are absolutely called. So I'm gonna just be honest and say I was completely ignorant because I was like, oh heck no. I was feeding into that, you know, Americanized Western civilization narrative that it was mm-hmm. evil evil. And it's so important, even as Christians, to not like hear something and run and assume that everything is, you know, coming against God. Cause what if he's building you up and raising you up to be that person to go in and just tear everything down, you know, that mm-hmm. the enemy has built. We can't be so scared and like run away whenever something arises and even like the horns and things, you know, no slight to you, Lauren, but I feel like the enemy, uh, what's up? What if he got horns? You know what I mean? Like I got a whole lion and a lamb on my side. Don't make care about his horns. But, um, you know, it just, I'm glad we had the conversation and I'm typically on most episodes anyway, but like y'all really got me together. Cause it's like, no, we got to like, no, like we got to stop being scared. Yeah, I was gonna say, but even but even to Lauren's point, I don't think Lauren is saying, and Lauren, you right. can check me up. You can check no, me I up. Get it. No, but, go ahead. I was, no, I get it. I'm not saying No, but I'm saying I'm saying from both sides. And that's what I was saying, you know, before we, we hopped on. Like I see it from both sides that yeah, it's some demonic stuff going on. So exactly. I think from Lauren's mm-hmm. standpoint, let's identify it. Let's call a thing a right. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say, okay, it's not a Nazi or culture. But at the end of the day, we, if we want to talk culture, let's talk culture. Let's talk biblical culture. Let's talk about the children of Israel being released from Egypt in the wilderness. Let's talk about how they literally built their own idols and worshiped them and God turned away from them because that's what they did. So if we're talking about culture, those were you know, the lineage that, the Jews came from. And that was their tradition in their cultures. And it was completely contrary to the Bible. And it's like, so let's call a thing a thing. Even though it's a culture, there are some things in African culture that may be voodoo or maybe worshiping other gods. I, I and if you. that's hold what on, it is, hold on, hold absolutely. On. I got you on that. But also let's let let's also call a thing a thing. 
I appreciate what you're saying and all of that and what's biblical and not biblical, but let's also be mindful of the different, um, let's say, uh, versions of the Bible when it comes to things. So because or even or even traditions. So just understanding that I can respect Mm -hmm. a tradition and a culture and also not have to become a part of it. Exactly. Become a worshiper of that thing. So I'm saying I'm saying, Ayana, to to that point, even the way that we're looking at African people and saying, oh, you know, there's some tribes that do this and do that. And that's contrary to the word. It's like, okay, the children of Israel that came out of Egypt also did X, Y, and Z. And they were contrary to the word of God. And God still kept his word to those people and delivered them and blessed them and gave them Jesus and crucified him and redeemed all of us of our sins. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's like, we can call a thing a thing and still not need to drive it into the ground where it's like demonized and demonized everything it's like having an understanding that we can call a thing a thing and say all right okay yeah this is whatever Mm -hmm. but we can still appreciate it for art and culture and allow people to make their own decisions as to what they want to do and that's that's what I was gonna say real quick too like and that's what I feel like like when I was watching or reading some some Christians responses I feel like we give the enemy too much power Um, because it's like, oh, this, 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 and this. And I was like, okay, so there are some people that I know or may know of, I don't particularly agree with their lifestyle or I'm like, girl, what you doing? It's a lot, da, 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 da. But I am not going to sit there and keep uh, hitting, beating them down with the Bible. I have to trust the God in me that I understand and know, and even the God in them that God will never steer them wrong. You know, like that, that there is going to be like, I remember as a, especially as a child, well, when I first started going to our church, especially like during intercession prayer and all of that, it's like, um, Minister Carol John Shub like send forth laborers to those people. And I was like, what happened to when we would pray for other people and yes. send forth laborers? So if you feel like, oh man, you know what? I think that um Ayana or whoever might not be like thinking such and such, such and such, send forth laborers, <laughs> like pray for those people instead of attacking and saying everything is so, oh, this is, oh, that's a bad influence for her. What is she doing? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, let's. Because we, we tired of seeing y'all Christians argue online. Let, yeah. yeah that's, let's, and let's that's, and that's that. my whole point. That's my whole point. I'm like, y'all, that's not love. Like, I'm tired of seeing y'all in these comments. Like, I really like love is, you know what? That's how you look at it. I appreciate and I respect your like with Lauren, with Lauren saying that she saw certain things a different way. I'm not looking at Lauren crazy. I know we're not in front of each other right now, but I'm literally sitting here like, okay, I can understand how you see it that way. And I'm cool with that. We we can agree to differ. Um, but I, I think the thing is it's like we and I'm not saying this about Lauren. I'm talking about other people because y'all, the comments that I didn't see, I'm like, y'all giving the enemy too much credit. Y'all giving him too many things that too, we need to be exactly, talking about. Too much credit over, over, like, first of all, I read yesterday that a lot of people didn't even watch the film yet. It has the one of the lowest debuts with Disney Plus. Hamilton is still topping Disney Plus uh uh views, period. So a lot of people didn't even watch it, you know? So so I'm like, y'all, just like 
just just pray. That's my thing. Because we're 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 focusing on this one thing, but we got we got people dying in the streets every day. We got a whole weird virus that we can't even figure out. Like, how let's put our energy in different things. Let's put our energy in just loving people so they could know God for who he is. Yeah. I wanted to say one thing. Um, and I think this is something not to lose sight on, but with music music is oftentimes connected to the spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so even if you reference the Bible, like with David and Saul, um, David was oftentimes used to use his instrument of music to calm the spirit of Saul because Saul Mm -hmm. was coming. And so I feel like with some people, what they're realizing is there is a spirit that is connected to the music. And I'm not just saying with Beyonce, that's with any music. With like, any music, exactly. Right. I'm going to bring up, for example, the verses. I watched the verses this past week because <laughs> I am I am a huge Rick Ross fan and I'm a huge 2 Chains fan. They're like one of my two Same. favorite rappers. And so, but there was a portion of the verses where 2 Chains decided to sing his song, Bands Will Make Her Dance. And I was dancing. I, dancing. <laughs> I already told y'all I was dancing. I was dancing. But he brought out what he called essential workers, and they were strippers. Right. Mm-hmm. And crazy thing was, as we're talking, I, I guess because it was something that I was aware of. We all know what a stripper is. We all know what a stripper does. When he brought out a stripper, it was like, oh, that's just a stripper. And I kept dancing. You know? <laughs> and so for me, it's like, I feel like sometimes when it comes to other musical expressions, we look at it and we say, well, wait, she brought out, wait, now she done brought out blue men. I don't know what that is. Now. <laughs> you know? And so then we say, uh, that's demonic. But I feel like it, there, I think for some people, they are recognizing the fact that there is a type of spirit that is connected to the sound. Um, And then I feel like also on the other side of that, I feel like because some people cannot call it for what it is or they don't recognize um, where she's coming from, the closest thing that they can categorize it as is demonic, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's just, to me, it's more or less like a testament of us as a people, Mm -hmm. Um, like kind of going back to what I was saying, it's like a lot of times we want to classify a thing because we don't want to do the research or or invest the knowledge, invest in the knowledge of knowing what is it that she's trying to express. Um, and so I feel like that oftentimes can be the disservice, but I do understand that if you're listening to certain sounds, no matter what it is you have to realize that there is a spirit that is connected to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going back home once um, and I went to the to my parents' church and the minister was talking about the fact that you even have to be conscious about the type of music that you play in your car. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he said that, I was like, hmm, what, I mean, what are you talking about? Because he said, you know, you, whereas, you know, you're as an adult, you're playing this music in your car. And of course, you bring your little kids in the car and you're not going to play the same sounds because it's, it has, you know, a vulgar mm-hmm. sound to it. But then you realize your child is acting a certain way. Mm-hmm. Said, but you don't you don't recognize the fact that you have just placed that spirit in your car. Yeah. And so I think for us as believers, I can appreciate someone saying, OK, I'm calling this to the carpet. Like, hey, I'm recognizing the fact that 
this sound here has a sort of spirit behind it that I don't personally agree with. To Denisa and to Ayana's point, I feel like if you say, okay, but that spirit, it doesn't bother me, then I say, cool. But for some other believers, all of our walks are different. So I feel like if if you if you see someone as I guess within I don't want to say within our nation, but like if you see a believer and they're calling something to the carpet, I feel like and it doesn't reference you, it may be blessing anywhere else. And I feel like instead of us, I think the problem is a lot of times we look crazy out here in these streets because we oftentimes combating against each other to say, well, uh-uh, that didn't bother me. So I don't understand why I can't bother you. But it's like, no, but could it potentially help the kingdom? If it could if it could help the kingdom in some kind of way, then just be quiet and let it bless whoever you need to bless and let's move forward. You know what I'm saying? Instead of us all trying to look crazy and, you know, be out here combative with each other. Yeah. So. Um, I was going to say this when even when you were talking about music in general, because even... Um, one thing that we as Christians, just being honest, we don't really touch is even the gospel industry. Um, Come on and, now. I, and I feel like it's um, I think like when when I say to people that I don't listen to gospel music, some people get offended. Um, and I'm not talking about you, Lauren. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I, yeah. know. I listen yeah. to it all. The <laughs> no, and, yeah. But um, I uh, like I've had I've seen people's faces. And it's not that I don't listen to gospel music like everybody. It's certain artists because in my spirit, it's certain things that have been said in gospel music and the gospel industry where I'm like, wait a minute. They didn't say that in the Bible or that was some type of traditional hymn or something that they got from, let's say, the... um, like, I can't think of nothing right now, but like how everybody say money is the root of all evil, right? And it's the love of money. It's the, and they, they always miss that one thing, the love of money. But then there, there are some people who are like very adamant about money is the, the root of all evil. Money is the root of all evil. And that's not what it says. So even with like some of the gospel music that we grew up on, like, like there are people who I'm like, man, y'all were, y'all knew stuff way before y'all time. Like I will give all credit to Fred Hammond, Kurt Franklin, like the things that they have said, even, even in, in the traditional gospel space, I was like, man, y'all have been tapped since 1985. Mm -hmm. But then there are some people where I'm like, bruh, you just saying that just to say it, just to appease or, or please the, the, the gospel industry. So I just, I just feel like, like you, like to your points, Lauren, like, like you said, we, we definitely just, if we gonna call out one thing, we need to start calling out a lot of other stuff. And then, um, it was something I was going to say. Um, I, I said this off, um, off before. And, um, I was saying that we give, too much credit to certain artists or we put too much pressure on artists for certain things. Uh, We were talking about another song that came out this week um, and a video that came out this week and it was quite interesting. And um, it was Nash. (laughs) (laughs) I also have not seen that. I haven't seen it either. Y'all good. (laughs) You don't need like I've seen it. Yeah. But, um, you know, there 
there were some com. Okay, we just gonna say what it is. Cardi B. It was WAP. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was WAP. Cardi B and Meg The Stallion. You know, first of all, I knew looking at the title of it, and then knowing Cardi B and Meg The Stallion, I was like, "Ooh, this is about to be crazy." So it was exactly what I thought. It was, you know, it was a little interesting. Um, but I saw different comments online where they was like, oh, they're being a bad example for our young ladies and blah, 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 and all of that. And I was like, well, they ain't going to be a bad example for Haven because Haven ain't never going to see that. Like, I watched that on my phone with headphones on when I actually watched the video. Um, and like, that will never, like, I don't understand how it's being a bad example, especially if you constantly watching what your child is putting into their ear gate their eye gate all those different types of things so I feel like we're putting too much responsibility on different artists where say Beyonce Meg Thee Stallion Cardi male artists like we don't even with male artists we don't I saw a tweet this morning actually where a guy was like it's so crazy how we're sitting here arguing about two women uh, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi talking about you know their sexual references or whatever but we're not talking about the male rappers that are constantly talking about gang activity and different things like that and other little boys are listening to that and they're going out and doing gang activity and then sitting there and get, going to jail you know so I feel like we are we as a people put too much responsibility on the artists you know, like if you don't agree with something or whatnot, then don't watch it. Don't give that person their views or help raise up other artists who you feel like are giving better messages. So let's say like let's support our people who are let's especially let's support our Christian artists who are putting out amazing pieces of work and pieces of art that you feel like can edify other people and edify the kingdom in a better way. If you don't agree with Black is King, OK, then find a different artist that you can, you know, like let's help push them. Let's support them. Let's uh, so they can push the narrative and the understanding in a different way that can bless people instead of constantly arguing about things. Yeah. I, I think with what, what you said, um, what stood out to me the most was the fact that when you have people at the top, they are easy targets. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's always been said. Um, but I feel like too, there is a strong responsibility on an artist to um, determine what is it that they want to reflect in their artistry. Um, and I think that goes back to the quote where they say, you know, with uh, what great power comes great, great responsibility, right. Yeah. With comes great responsibility. So I do believe that there is a responsibility that they do have to uphold. But we and also have to remember that these people are, and they have certain understandings of things. And, I, yeah. I, and I'm talking about, like, let's say Meg and Cardi. Both of them young ladies are younger than me. So I can't sit there and be like, oh, there's a certain responsibility that you got to have. And they in their mid-20s just really figuring out who they are as women. Uh, even Cardi had a point where she put out a different type of song. And they was like, oh, we don't want to hear that. We want to hear da 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 So she was like, all right, then I'm going to go back and talk, uh, start back talking about my pee, you know? Yeah, so. I get I mean, I get I get what you're saying, but I feel like Cardi B is of both of them of, of an age where you can decide whether or not what you want to do mm -hmm. within your artistry. Yeah, like mm -hmm. that's the whole point about being an artist 
But I feel like sometimes, and this just goes back to what I said earlier, I feel like the music industry, period, there's just so many different spirits that are connected to that industry. Of course. I mean, look where music derived from, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) 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 And so that's what I'm saying for me oftentimes is, I don't know how to, I don't know how to phrase it, but I feel like. Oftentimes that is the problem. No, I understand. The problem is we're not dealing with the root. So we get mad when things begin to sprout from the seed, but it's like, we're not dealing with the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the industry itself. Like all of these things are connected to that industry. Definitely connected. Cause even, okay. I'll just be honest. The most, even in church, the most disruptive ministry in all churches is the music ministry. They got the most drama. They got like all of that. And I remember sitting back one day, I was like, why is that? And then I was like, oh yeah, look where music was derived from. You know, so it's it's just something that like we, it's it's a lot of stuff spiritually that we need to go through, you know? So I won't, I won't even just, cause I'm not just even looking at the secular industry. If we're going to talk about the music the music industry as a whole every single genre has its drama and it's different things that's going on and the wrong messages the right messages all that right to be honest and this has nothing to do really what we're talking about but um i feel like i was i remember having a conversation with god this week and i was singing i oftentimes sing in the comfort of my home but if someone asked me to sing out in public, I'd be like, I ain't singing. <laughs> uh-huh. Because we done tried that 50 million times. Right. But um, I was having a conversation with God this week. And I was just like, why did you give me this gift? You know, like, why did you give me the gift of song? And um, it made me think about me even as a child. My mom is a singer. Her mother was a singer. I, like, come from a, a long lineage of musicians. And so... Um, of course, it was a natural thing for me to have some type of gift in music. But I remember being a child and seeing like my mother go through what she went through, just even trying to establish herself as an artist um, with trying to get her records out or trying to go through different like producers and just hearing the stories behind it. Mm-hmm. Or to your point, Ayana, even um, when she was within the church and her having like, it's not a gig, but when she would have to sing for like different churches and seeing some of those interactions, to me, it was a strong deterrent. So by the time Mm -hmm. I got to the age where I could decide, okay, do I want to sing? Do I want to take this thing serious? My answer was no. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to involve myself with this group of people because it's just a lot that's connected to it. And I don't, I don't see myself, I don't see myself doing that. And so I began to focus my art on drawing and focus my art on painting. And so this is where I'm at now where I'm like an architect because it's like I was still very much so an artist, but I just decided to direct myself, my artistry to something else. And even even in the art realm, period, it's just there is just a lot of dark spots in being Mm -hmm. this period, because whereas I decided not to go, you know, with music with even being a art in like painting architecture, you deal with a lot of other spirits. Like, I mean, I'm just going to be candid, even with like LGBT, like that is very much so connected in the field of artistry. And it's just like, it's just a lot of purging, you know, anytime you're dealing with art. 
But I feel like as a believer and being in that realm, I've come to realize that, and this just goes back to what we're saying earlier, I come to realize that it is just, you have to have that walk with Christ. Like Christ literally has to lead you from one point to the next. And even with us being viewers of Beyonce, 2 Chains, it don't matter, Rick Ross, you have to guard your heart. You have to um, make sure that whatever you're deciding to take in, that yep. it is not tainting whatever it is that God is already working on the inside of you. And if that is the case, then you need to leave that behind. So if it is yeah. a thing like a Sade where she's just like, I'm not interested in watching Black is King, then cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or um, if it's a thing like me where it's like, mm, I don't want to watch the WAP video, then cool. And, and don't allow for um, social media or the pressures of friends or regard or who, whomever to push you into doing something that you are not ready or your spirit is not aligned to do. And I think for mm -hmm. me, that is like, that's the thing. Just make sure you guard your heart, guard your spirit so that mm -hmm. you are able to walk this thing out in the best way that you can. Yeah. Not the best way what anybody else forces you or tries to influence you to do. Yeah, I agree. I, I, we all have this Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us. And we need to recognize that he is there. Listen. Take, like, I, I think the biggest thing at, with this whole conversation, even Sade said it earlier, is having a personal relationship with Jesus for yourself. So you can understand and you can discern different things so you can, you know, see, see the see the world and see life for what it is and also be free in who you are by having a relationship with him for yourself. Yeah, so. that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. Well, all right, y'all, are we going to do a WCW? I think we should. Mm -hmm. Who is it? Beyonce? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, no, not, not, not as much as I love Beyonce. No, <laughs> we are not even going there. <laughs> Girl, I, I, our uh, social media would go crazy. I know. Right. I actually think, I actually think, um, I want to highlight, and I think we did this at the end of one of the last episodes, but we did not make her a WCW um highlight one of our followers her name is Shanique but her actual IG name I believe is Topanga G um and she is you said Topanga yeah T-O-P-A-N-G-A-P she must be a boy miss world <laughs> Um, but she is a faithful listener and follower. She launched her business, The Scrub Trap. And um, hey, yeah. yes, shout out to the real essential workers. Right. Mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> Amen. Um, she has given away or has given us um, papers mm -hmm. and scrubs to give away. So if you listen to this episode, when we post it, the flyer for this episode, be sure to tag um, a nurse. Or uh, an essential worker, an essential worker, a CNA, you know, someone who wears scrubs. We have some scrubs that we'd love to send to you guys. So shout out mm -hmm. to Topanga G and her new business, The Scrub Trap. That's awesome. Do we know what size are they like one size fit all? Um, one is a large and the other one is a medium. Okay. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. So Lauren trying to get one of them, y'all. So I don't <laughs> listen. Here am. 
Oh my gosh. Well, put your put at yourself under the post. Okay? <laughs> now I'm gonna let somebody who's actually an essential worker. <laughs> well, um, I appreciate this conversation, ladies. Um, I know before we record, I was like, I don't want to talk about it, but um, I appreciate it. I'm about to get real sappy on the podcast. I love y'all so so much. <laughs> no, for real. I just love y'all, and I love um. I love our conversations. I love our growth, even as women and how we just, I don't know. I just, I'm sitting here thinking about the other podcasts and I'm like, man, we have really grown. Yeah. We have grown in how we, our delivery, how we, you know, even if it's a difference of opinion, how we go with each other. So yeah, I love y'all. Yeah. That's all. Just, just a little girl empowerment moment. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. I love it. <laughs> I love you too. Um, but I do have a scripture so, before we close. Okay. Um, the scripture that I wanted to put forth, bring about, I don't know. I don't know what word to use for today. Mm-hmm. It's first John four and one, which says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And I think it speaks to what you know we got into at the at the end of this episode, where it's like Test the spirit by the spirit for yourself. Mm-hmm. If there is an opposition to it for you, mm-hmm. trust that. Mm-hmm. Trust that whatever it is on the other side of that is not for you. And like we said, mm-hmm. there are some people who, you know, the word of God talks about, you know, people being called to territories and specific things. Like there are specific things that we are purposed to and called for. And for mm-hmm. some people, being in a certain space or in a certain sphere is integral to you being able to move forward the agenda of the kingdom. So don't tear another person down um, that has the ability to be in a certain space when you feel like you are not supposed to be there. Don't impose um, what God is showing you onto somebody else unless he's giving you specific instructions to do so. So first John four and one, um, try the spirit by the spirit to find out what is good for you. That that's really good. Um, just really quick, it reminds me of a book that I've started reading, but I didn't finish. It's called The Hollywood Commandments by Devon Franklin, and he was talking about that exact same thing. In where, um, you know, in cer- certain church spaces, um, you know, he knew that as a child that he would be working in the industry. He was like, I want to work in the film industry, blah blah blah, and. You know, leaders in the church, you know, tried to discourage him from doing so because they were like, no, that's not of God, that you're working in a secular space, all those different types of things. But he had the understanding and knowing that, hey, um, and the revelation that, no, I can be an impact in this industry. I can, you know, use my voice for the kingdom in this industry. And, you know, as we see where he is now, he's doing that very thing. So, yeah, thought that was good. Amen. So, all right. Um, that's it, y'all. That's it. I think that's it for me. All hearts and minds are clear. <laughs> all hearts and minds are clear. All right, ladies. Love and peace, guys. Hold on, hold on. We got. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. I take um, it back. <laughs> um, if you guys have any questions, comments, or anything like that, please feel free to email us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. Hit us up in our DMs. Um, especially as of recent, we've been seeing y'all comments on every episode, the different conversations. We really appreciate it. So you can hit us up on our DMs. We can have a full conversation about this and other episodes 
in the comments, whatnot. Um, we might even do an after show. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so, so very much. We love y'all. And good God. <laughs> good God bless you. Good God bless y'all. Love y'all. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.